It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a father, a prolific Bible teacher, life coach, and sponsor. He is known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom, and unique incursions into God's Word to provide relevance, clarity, and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you clarify the burning questions you've harbored all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight, and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. My question is this. Let me go in French. Quelle est la place des, des coutumes et des traditions ancestrales dans, dans la vie d'un chrétien? Est-ce qu'on doit négliger ces traditions et ces coutumes-là parce qu'on a donné notre vie à Christ? Ou alors, on doit simplement continuer de les pratiquer pour éviter qu'elles nous affectent à l'avenir? Parce qu'il y a des traditions qui affectent lorsqu'on ne les pratique pas. Du moins, il y a des, des traditions, n'est-ce pas, qui empêchent les gens d'évoluer, du moins selon certaines euh, croyances. Il y a des traditions qui ont pu certaines personnes d'évoluer. Et tant que tu n'as pas fait cette tradition-là, tu ne pourras pas atteindre certaines dimensions dans la vie. Parce qu'on sait que nos parents ont fait ça dans le passé. Et, et nous aussi, on va venir, euh, comment dire, euh, briser les lois. Je ne sais donc pas si, n'est-ce pas, euh, c'est... Quelle est la place des traditions, en fait, et de ces coutumes-là dans la vie d'un chrétien Et j'aimerais également savoir, n'est-ce pas, ce que euh, la parole de Dieu nous dit par rapport à ces coutumes et ces traditions-là. Est-ce qu'elles sont positives ou négatives C'est un peu ça ma question. Merci, monsieur. Hello there, good day to you and welcome again to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, Ask Salom Ray. And I'm your host, Lumen Ray, of course. Through this podcast, we seek to dissolve your doubt so you can perceive life and approach it correctly, understanding your Christian walk with Jesus Christ and your Christian living with others, enabling you, therefore, to maximize your time, purpose, and assignment for the glory of God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So let's begin with a word of prayer. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for all that you keep doing in and through our lives. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the understanding. Lord, I can't lay any claim to all that you've enabled me to know and that you're still teaching me, Lord. 
It's not because I am pressing. It's not because of I'm intelligent. Lord, it's just your grace working in and through my life, granting me superlative understanding. And Lord, thank you for the courage and the boldness to say these things without fear of contradiction, without the fear of being labeled as heretic or whatever. But Lord, my strength and confidence is derived from your word. In as far as your word says it, Lord, I believe it. And I don't believe because I have the power to believe, but because you have granted me and all of us the power to believe in your word. Lord, I pray that as these episodes go around the world, may you give us a capacity, grant us the capacity to believe in your word beyond our circumstances, our human experiences, our old self-life. Grant us the ability to believe in your word and to make your word our new culture, the new system of information and knowledge that we build our lives upon. Not what we've been taught when we were born, but what you teach us now in Christ Jesus. Lord, help me and use me to provide to your people an answer of peace and above all, granting all of us understanding and the power and the ability to practice and apply this and share it with the world because the world deserves to know that in you, we are a new kind. In you, we are unprecedented. In you, there is a new species that you brought in into the earth realm called the sons of God. Thank you for all that you keep doing in and through our lives. Be glorified in and through this podcast and in everything that we think, do and say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much again for being here and I know that the previous episode has kind of challenged many things that we knew, challenged many things that we've been taught and this is not to put anyone at odd but really to exalt the word of God beyond everything. God says in his word or through his word that let God be true and every man a liar. We should learn to believe in God's word beyond everything. It doesn't matter how we feel. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what your experience have been. God's word is a different being and class of his own. If our lives will make any difference and have any meaning for God, it must be at the mercy of his word. And God's word is not something we are trying to learn. God's word in Christ, for all those who are born again now, God's word is not something you are trying to learn. God's word is a person. God's word is Jesus. You were born by the eternal word of God. You are the product of the word of God. The fish doesn't try to understand water. It just jumps in it and flows. Don't try to understand God's word before you believe. Believe what it says and meditate upon it and flow from it, then understanding will be unraveled as you go. Because God's word has been tested and tried seven times, it is worthy and it is true. It never fails. So God never tells us to try to understand before you believe. He says believe first. Because his word is so big for us to understand with our human understanding. So we are continuing with our question 29 from Fabiola. Fabiola is coming from Cameroon, called her from Cameroon, Yaoundé. Yaoundé is the capital city of Cameroon for those who are not very conversant. Cameroon is found in Africa. That landmass called Africa, one of the landmasses called continents. Cameroon is found somewhere there. And Abiola was calling us and relayed this question from there. And in a question, we talked about the question summary and five things that the question was trying to elucidate. And we said in answering the question, do we abandon our ethnic culture after being born again? We were going to kind of look at five components or five things to help us answer that question. Again, my goal here is not to just say yes or no. 
because it doesn't help you it doesn't help anyone if i say yes in christ we abandon or no in christ we don't abandon it doesn't help you because it doesn't release understanding understanding comes with time and over time trying to explain some things i know we live in a world where everybody's rushing you're rushing and you want to compress everything into one minute it doesn't work that way god will not change the standard because we are going fine to error god still requires that we be patient and i know the podcast sometimes it might extend but you should value your understanding you should value your life with god more than everything i was talking with someone and i said when we're in church 30 minutes one hour we start complaining but we can have meetings in our corporate offices for eight hours and nobody will complain i will come back the next day sometimes we even close midnight 10 hours of meeting because we are trying to get some money but all those things have to change we are entering a definite phase the world over the body of Christ and how God is interacting with the world, we are entering a definite phase. And in this phase, those who are not diligent towards God will be left behind. That I can tell you for free. Those who are not diligent towards God who are using God to achieve their own things, the difference will be made clear. I'm not saying 2024. I'm saying this season, this phase, I've said it before. It's a very crucial phase where God is going to demarcate and draw a fine line between those who love him and those who don't. And God is going to usher in his word at the highest level without fear of controversy, without fear of being tagged as heretic. God will raise people who are going to be unapologetic about his word and releasing the word of God the way God intended it to be understood in the first place. Alright, the last episode part one we looked at understanding culture and understanding being born again we are building up so we can answer that question do we abandon our ethnic culture after being born again so today we are going to continue by looking at understanding our new origin in christ jesus understanding our new identity in christ jesus and finally understanding the source of our well-being in christ jesus remember the question that fabula post had five components interwoven in them the first one was must we neglect our ethnic cultures after being born again the second pillar in that question alluded to the role of traditions or can traditions affect our flourishing or our prosperity in christ jesus tradition as a pattern to flourish and fourthly must we break family alliance to these ethnic traditions and finally are ethnic traditions positive or negative biblically so going to the third component understanding your new origin in christ jesus Just to recap, we said culture is a system of knowledge shared by a relatively large group of people, meaning the unit of culture is knowledge. The unit of culture is a system of knowledge. And we said culture is learned. It is not inborn. It is learned. Someone born of American parents who never lived in America and lived in Africa and was never taught English would not know anything about America. You see, culture is learned because it is it is derived from a system of knowledge. So culture is learned. People are what they learn. We are what we learn. We are not what we are born. We are what we learn. And understanding being born again, we said being born again in Christ, it is not Slomore minus his sins. In Christ Jesus, it is Slomore who has been totally recreated into a new creature and a new kind. And our verse of emphasis, we read a couple of them, but our verse of emphasis was 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 from the New King James Version. And I'll read again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, see, all things have become new. And I said, 
said the word for new there is the Greek word kainos. And kainos, it means of a new kind. So if anyone is in Christ, he's of a new kind. If anyone is in Christ, he is unprecedented. If anyone is in Christ, he is novel. If anyone is in Christ, he is uncommon. If anyone is in Christ, his kind is unheard of. His kind is uncommon. His kind is new. His kind is unprecedented. He is of a new kind. He is not mankind. He is a new kind. So, going forward, understanding your new origin in Christ Jesus. Where are you from in Christ Jesus? Remember, we have said, in Christ you are a new kind. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I said, all is everything put together with the exception of nothing. Meaning, your nationality has changed. Your origin has changed. Your identity has changed. Everything has changed in Christ Jesus. So, in order to, to have an answer to that question, do we abandon our ethnic cultures when we are born again? We must understand our new origin in Christ Jesus. Where are we from when we are born again? We are a new kind. We are unprecedented. We never existed before. Where are we from? Let's read Philippians chapter 3 verses 17 to 20. Philippians chapter 3 from verses 17 to 20 from the New Living Translation. 17 I read, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example 18 for i have told you often before and i say it again with tears in my eyes that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross 19 they are headed for destruction their god is their appetite they brag about shameful things they think only about this life here on earth 20 listen and listen hard but we are citizens of heaven where the lord jesus christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior i'll repeat verse 20 but we are citizens of heaven where the lord jesus christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior Let's read the same Philippians 3, 17 to 20. I don't know how you feel when you read these kind of things. When I read this, these things, I just feel a surge. I just feel my body is moving and I have to hold myself together. I'm home now. My wife and children are sleeping, so I don't want to shout. I just feel like shouting, I'm telling you. These things are so peculiar to me because I was at a time where I digress a bit. Let me just tell you the story. When I was in the university earlier, I was born in a Christian family, a typical one, like very deep. But what I knew the Christian life to be or what I thought it to be was not what I was presented. Not because it was bad, but I just wanted more. And I remember at some point, I rebelled. I wasn't satisfied with what I had known, with what I had been hearing. I wasn't satisfied with what they told me scripture was saying or what they were saying. And these people were not bad people very very devoted to the things of god to the highest level that's where i get this unflinching focus on the word of god i didn't even blink twice so back to the story i rebelled back in the university year one or so and i lived my life partying i was partying here and there and and god had been kind to me in terms of even looks so there are many things that was easy i'm not talking about being fornicating and all of that i'm just saying things just came easily i was really into that life into life partying and i was just carefree about some things that mattered and my query with god i told him one time i'm not kidding i told him that if i were him no let me say the way i said it if i were god I would have done a better job than you're doing right now. That's what I told God. And I meant it. Because I was so disappointed at 
if this is God, how can things be like this? If this is God, how can Christians be like this? If this is God, I was so disappointed in my opinion. I, as a man, could think of a better way. So I'd say, you know what, God? First B, I just put you by the side. I don't care what you think. I live my life. I'm saying this to encourage you so you can understand where I'm coming from. So you don't have to disbelieve what God is saying. And God has been so kind and merciful. I live my life going from one party to the next, living my life. And I didn't find truth in those things. I didn't. One time we were leaving from a party and I was in the car and I'm like, what is this? Going back to the house in my hostel and I'll just be there. This cannot be it as well. Going back to God. God, you know what? Let me come back. So what is it that you're saying? I want to know the truth. Now that's what I told God. I want to know the truth. I know there is more. Let me know the truth. I know at one point I wanted to fast for seven days until I saw Christ appear to me and talk to me. It was a very strong burden that I had. I want to know the truth. What is happening? What is happening to the body of Christ? What is happening to his gospel? What is happening? Christ came and paid the highest penalty on earth and it seems like nothing is moving. Christians are behaving anyhow. I was just like, what is happening? Before I had that encounter, not like he appeared to me, no, but he spoke to me and he gave me an instruction. You want to know, among many things that he told me, you want to know the truth? Go to the Bible. That was my only instruction. Go to the Bible. And from that day when I opened the Bible, it's something else I see. Not because I'm studious, it's the Holy Spirit that is just guiding me to understand things. So when you find me saying these things with so much passion and verve, now you understand why. And my heart is that you understand these things. That we all do understand these things. And not only understand, we walk in them. Sorry for the digression. It's important that I said that. We read Philippians 3 verses 17 to 20. And the last verse, verse 20, says, But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly awaiting for him to return as our Savior. Let's read the same Philippians chapter 3, from verses 17 to 20, from the Passion Translation, and you'll be blown away. Philippians chapter 3, from verses 17 to 20, from the Passion Translation, the TPT. 17. My beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life we model before you. 18. For there are many who live by different standards. As I have warned you many times, I weep as I write these words. They are enemies of the cross of the anointed one. And 19. Doom awaits them. Their God has possessed them and made them mute. Their boast is in their shameful lifestyles and their minds are in the dirt. 20 and the last. Listen and listen well. But we are a colony of heaven on earth as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ. I repeat again. We are a colony of heaven on earth. Oh my father, help us. We are a colony of heaven on earth. You'll be asking me, what does that mean? Relax. What does a colony mean? A colony is a group of people of one nationality or ethnic group living in a foreign city or country. I repeat again. A colony is a group of people of one nationality or ethnic grouping living in a foreign city or country. So what Paul is saying is that in Christ, when you're reborn, you're recreated, you're born again, you are a new kind, you are not human, you are not American, you are not Cameroonian, you are not Bamlike, you are not Chinese, you are not European, you are not African, you are a citizen of heaven because you were born from there. In your born again experience, right? You were born again, you were born from heaven. 
remember understanding being born again we read john chapter 3 from verses 5 to 7 and it says from the living bible translation jesus replied what i'm telling you so earnestly is this unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god six men can only reproduce human life but the holy spirit gives new life from heaven your human life was given to you by earthly parents here on earth so your position changes before you were born again your position of birth was was on earth by early parents when you're born again your position changes you're born again you're recreated in christ jesus reborn by god in heaven very important so we are citizens of heaven and because we are citizens of heaven we are on earth here as a colony of heaven and I said a colony is a group of people of one nationality or any grouping living in a foreign city or country. We are a colony of heaven. We have been deployed from heaven to be on earth, to be in Cameroon, to be in Yaoundé, to be in America, to be in China, in Portugal, to be in Nigeria, to be in New Zealand, in Australia, Canada, in Brazil, in India. We are a colony of heaven. The parts of the globe that experienced colonization, before they colonized a country, they will send a colony. They will send officials of that country to that country they want to colonize and they will introduce, they will enforce their culture. For example, the reason why I speak English now is because of the effect of colonization that happened in Cameroon. Before the British and the French came, Cameroonian didn't speak English or French. but because the british sent some people from the mainland to come here to cameroon and their role was to enforce their culture on the people of this territory to make them speak english to think like english people to have the attitude of the english person that's what is called colonization so if a british consul leaves from britain and comes here and instead becomes one with the culture of the people is what we call high treason because he has failed in his duty. His duty is not to become one with the people, is to enforce the British rule and system and culture on the people. Reason why I speak English today. So our role is to make sure that we are first to recognize that we are citizens of heaven and we are a colony of heaven on earth in Cameroon and every country you find yourself. And our role is to make sure that we showcase the culture of heaven and to influence every man and territory to buy into that culture. That's our role. That's what Christ meant by let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So our new origin is we are citizens of heaven and we are a colony of heaven on earth. So you are not Bamiliki. You are not Cameroonian. You are not American. You are not human. Let's continue. First, in Christ, our new origin is we are from heaven. We are citizens of heaven and we are a colony of heaven on earth. The next thing we have to look at is understanding our new identity in Christ Jesus. Who are we? In Christ Jesus. Remember, we are answering the questions Do we abandon our ethnic culture after being born again? posed by Fabiola. So, understanding our new identity in Christ Jesus. Who are we? The previous component was Where are we from? But now, who are we? Who are you? Are you born again? Who are you in Christ Jesus? Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 from the New King James Version. We have many titles that describe our identity in Christ Jesus. But the one I'm going to focus on today is this one I'm talking about. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 from the New King James Version. 
Now then, we are ambassadors of Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 from the New King James Version. And it reads, Now then, Paul is talking by the Spirit, we are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So, the key word I wanted us to understand there is, we are ambassadors. Who is an ambassador? We are ambassadors for Christ. What does that mean? To be ambassadors for Christ Jesus means we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank sent to represent King Jesus and authorized to speak on his behalf. We are the voice of heaven to the earth, invested with royal power through the name of Jesus and the authority of his blood. Do we abandon our ethnic cultures when we are born again? By now you know the answer. You see, when God told me that the problem that the body of Christ is facing, not this time, since the beginning, identity crisis, we don't know who we are. So because we don't know who we are, we can't give the world what we don't know. We have been so trapped in our humanity that we have made God's word of no effect in our lives. We are ambassadors for Jesus. That's who we are. We are ambassadors for Jesus. We are sons of God. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We are ambassadors for Jesus. We are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank sent to represent Jesus Christ himself. And we are authorized to speak on his behalf. We are the voice of heaven to the earth, invested with royal power through the name of Jesus and the authority of his blood. How dare we defile our office by stooping low to some earthly cultures? How dare we? It's important to see your life from Jesus' perspective. All this thing we used to do, I'm Cameroonian, I'm human, I'm Pentecostal, I'm Catholic, I'm Orthodox, all those things do not help us. They don't help. I'm not saying they are evil, but those are what the Bible calls all things have passed away. The former way of life, the former way of perceiving things, they are passed away. We need to see, behold, see, all things have become new. You need to see your life from Christ's perspective and not from your former human and ethnic implications and origins. Because those things, your humanity and your ethnic origins and experiences, they only weaken the potency of the word of God in your life. You make God's word of no effect by your traditions, the traditions of men. How dare we? Imagine the ambassador of the United States to Cameroon here in Yaoundé comes and he says, no, now I love Cameroon, I'm more of here. No, he has committed high treason. You don't do that. You can come and they give you titles and you wear the things and just ceremonial things, you wear their gloves, but you are still American. You are an ambassador of the USA to Cameroon and your role is to showcase Americans' culture and way of life to Cameroon and to, in a way, make them to buy into that. That's who we are in Christ. We are ambassadors for Jesus. You must see your life from Jesus' perspective. I see so many people write like on social media, yes, I'm a Christian, but I cannot forget my roots. Are you a tree? Son of the soil. Who says that? The Bible? How many people around who talk like that? Not like around me, but I just see them around sometimes. I'm the son of the soil. 
the Bible says you are born of the word. You are born of heaven. And these people are well-meaning. They are well-meaning, but they have not been taught. We have not been taught our new life in Christ. All we are doing is a bundle of religion and ceremonial things that come to hamper and cripple God's word in our lives. Let's read Colossians chapter 3 from verses 1 to 2. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2 from the message translation. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Because most of us are born again, but we are not serious about living this new resurrection life. This new life in Christ. We are so engrossed with our ethnic culture. I'm proud of who I am. Who are you? I'm proud of my roots. And it's because of all these kind of attitudes and beliefs and experiences that the assignment of Jesus Christ is finding so much difficulty to advance on earth. Let me go back. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ resides. Don't shuffle along eyes to the ground. Absorb with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. Right now, there's a portion that I'm writing in the book. I'm talking about the pillars that make for hearing correctly. See things from his perspective. Who are you from Christ's perspective? What's your origin from Christ's perspective? Where are you from from Christ's perspective? I'm a son of the soil. I'm proud of my roots. The Bible says in Acts, in him, in Christ, we live and move and have our identity. In him we live and move and have our being. The pattern translation says, in him we live and exist and have our identity. It is in Christ that we have our life. It is in him we have our culture and it's in him we have our identity. So the key here is we are ambassadors for Jesus. And I said to be an ambassador for Jesus means that we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank sent to represent King Jesus and authorized to speak on his behalf. So when they ask you, do you believe in gay or something? Don't say, no, myself, I believe. And no, speak for him. Ambassadors don't have personal opinions. Ambassadors are trained to relay the opinions of the country they represent. They are trained to voice out the opinions of the government that employed them. We are authorized to speak on his behalf. We are the voice of heaven to the earth. Invested with royal power through the name of Jesus and the authority of his blood. See your life from his perspective. Because your question already is saying, must we abandon our ethnic culture? There's a problem there. You are not seeing yourself correctly. If you see yourself correctly in Christ, then you will not say it is your ethnic culture because you are not from there again. So, Finally, understand the source of our well-being in Christ Jesus. Does our well-being emanate from our earthly culture? Because in her question, she was saying that if you don't abide by those ethnic cultures, that those who abide by it flourish. They have businesses that flourish. Or if you don't abide by it, it can cause you, the system will cause you not to prosper. So now you already know where you are from, who you are, and you know your function. You are Christ's diplomatic agents of the highest rank. You are far above principalities and powers. So, our well-being, where is it coming from? Is it from earth or from heaven? Where is it? Does our dissociation from any earthly culture 
hamper us? Can it store us? Can it make us not rise? Yes, it can. If we still operate by ignorance, the power of the word does not come by just stepping away from the ethnic culture. It is by understanding who you are. It is by knowing truly where you are coming from, who you are, the responsibility, the power and the authority that you have in Christ Jesus. And you using those things, of course. You have those who have denied those things and they still died irrelevant and died in poverty. They will have their reward, but the impact of their life to make their experience become a reference was taught. Because yes, they decided not to fraternize with these ethnic cultures that are born from demon spirits, but that decision was not fueled by an understanding of who they really are in Christ Jesus. So let's read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 verse 10 from the Amplified Version of the Bible. For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works which God prepared for us beforehand, taking part which he set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. The reason I'm bringing this part is to show us that our life, our well-being is not determined by our ethnic affiliations or former ethnic cultures. Before you were born, God had predefined your life. God had prearranged your life. He had made ready your life before you were born. And whether you are going to live that life, whether you are going to experience the fullness of that life, with this scripture calls living the good life, which he had prearranged and made ready for us. What will determine whether we live that life or not? It is if, number one, we come to know who we are, we come to understand where we are from, we come to understand our role, and we come to understand our assignment that God has prepared for us, and we walk in that path that God has prepared for us. Those are the components that can make sure that we experience that life. So your flourishing and prosperity on earth is not dependent on your affiliation with any fraternal or ethnic culture. The ambassador of the United States to Cameroon, his well-being is not determined by whether Cameroon is doing well or not. I'm sure even his food and clothing, everything comes from the US. So Cameroon can be in turmoil, Cameroon can be in war or can be at war, Cameroon can be experiencing an economic slum, but the ambassador in his residence has everything he needs or she needs. They will never go without food because their well-being does not determine on what happens in Cameroon. It's solely determined by the well-being of the home country that sent them. So we read, you are a colony of heaven on earth. Your well-being is not tied to earth, to Cameroon's economy. Your well-being is not tied to America's economy. Your well-being is not tied to the economy in Europe or the economy in Africa. Your well-being is tied to the economy in heaven. Your well-being is tied to heaven. So don't think that by doing that, you are not going to flourish if you just decide to cut away and you don't do what is required of you. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you're coming from. You don't know your assignment. You don't deploy yourself to fulfill everything that God has written about you. It's very important that we must understand this. And no one said that in doing the work that we have to do in Christ Jesus, it will not come with a fight. It will come with a fight. Of course it will. And that will lead me to the concluding portion of this episode was the way forward. We must count the cost before accepting to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Most of us have not counted the cost though. We have not. 
counting the cost will mean you have to know that you have to renounce many things. You have to cut away from many things. It doesn't mean that you don't speak the local language, no, but there is a particular way of life of the people that you don't flow with again. There is a way they do things before they start something, they pour libation to their ancestors. You will not be part of those things again. And I ask you, when you say your ancestors, who are your ancestors? Do they have the power to save you? Do they have the power to contend with Jesus? Who are they? Have you asked yourself those questions? Who are these ancestors? Not only in Africa, everywhere in the world, who are these ancestors? So we have to be careful and we have to know what we are engaging ourselves into. When you give your life to Christ, you're entering a battlefield, first within yourself and without. You must count the cost. Accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it means a lot that you have to do it with. For example, you want to change your nationality, you must give up your old passport. They will ask you, where's your old passport? You bring it and they take it and they give you the new one. For example, they give you the American passport and they take your Cameroonian passport and then you swear an oath there from that point on you're an American. That passport is representing your Cameroon life, your Cameroon nationality, your Cameroonian identity and your Cameroonian duty to make sure that you are working to promote the Cameroonian culture to the world. Your origin is America, your identity is American and your duty is to make sure that you showcase the American culture to the ends of the earth and make America the most dominant country in the world. Most of us, when we give our life to Christ, we don't understand what we are doing. So we must count the costs. We must grow in wisdom and understanding. It's a must. I don't know these things because I study so much. No. Do you really want to know? And if you know, will you give up what you have to give up? Are you ready to lay everything on the ground for Jesus? You have to grow in your wisdom and understanding. And you have to live your new life in Christ from his word, which is his perspective about you. The word of God gives you God's perspective about you. Live your life from God's perspective. Live your life from the perspective of Jesus Christ. Sub-question, must we neglect our ethnic cultures after being born again? Yes. By yes, I mean the practice of those cultures. You can still talk the language and still be relating, but the practice of those rites and cultural things and the attitude the people have, all those things you have to change. Their value systems and everything, you have to cease it from all of them. The practice of those cultures. Yes, you have to. Can traditions affect our flourishing in Christ? No. When you are in Christ and you abide by his word, you live from his word, there is no power on earth that can ever impede your flourishing. Traditions as a path to flourishing? No. Our ethnic culture do not ascertain our flourishing. No. We flourish in Christ because as ambassadors of Christ, our flourishing does not depend on what happens here on earth. It is uniquely what is in heaven. Our well-being is from there, not from what's happening here. Must we break family alliance to these traditions? What did Jesus Christ do? That's why I say we have to be careful when we give our life to Christ. We must count the costs. Christ said, if you love father, mother, sister, brother, and all of that more than me, you are not worthy to be my disciple. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, your relationship with him is the most important component of your life. Anything that is coming to jeopardize or sever or render or make it weak or ineffective, you will make sure that you discard it. Again, with wisdom. It's not about being enemies, no. With wisdom. 
because peace we have to live in peace with people all right do everything possible to be peaceful apply wisdom be diplomatic about how you go about your things remember you're an ambassador are ethnic traditions positive or negative biblically they are negative because no earthly ethnic culture is from god no one go and trace all the earthly cultures or ethnic cultures go back to their roots they're not from god if not god would have said okay you know what you can change with the exception of these people on earth but god said everyone when you come to christ you change and leave everything all right you change and you leave everything so do we abandon our early cultures after being born again they are very much so a big yes an emphatic yes even after mentioning all these scriptures and everything some people will still fight it my role is not to try to convince you my role is to provide the answers by spirit and present the facts to you but you have to decide god never force you you must decide so thank you very much fabiola this has been a hectic question what a way to start 2024 please send your questions we don't have any questions again in our question bank so please send your questions all right listeners in america and belgium and singapore spain israel nigeria please send your questions all right send your questions we have exhausted all the questions in our question bank so if we don't have questions we will not have episodes so when you find that the following week we don't have an episode it means we don't have questions yet ask your questions please and to ask your questions there's a link in the show notes you click it ask your question or ask the moray it will take you to a link it is a whatsapp link and you can ask your question record it send a voice note say your first name where you are residing and your question and please go straight to the point you have about 60 seconds or a minute or so to ask your question but if you want to go more you can go more if you have some other things to say but it should not be long it should not be more than one minute 30 seconds right so thank you very much and looking forward to hearing your questions i believe so much in question because when you address a question you are addressing a specific need and it is well received more than just giving a general teaching so thank you fabiola for this merci beaucoup and really hope that this question has provided you with the clarity that you need to make the decision that you need to make and god help you god bless you we are all in this together working remember when you are in christ as much as possible we know that our lives are for him he says whoever wants to retain his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for me will gain it not about just dying but it's about if we have to give up all these things for him then we give them up and we are not going to lose by doing that we'll gain far more than what we gave him because he's always in the business of outgiving everyone that's why he's god all right thank you very much god bless you see you next week let's pray thank you father for today and thank you for this question thank you for bringing us to this end where we have this answer of peace and lord thank you for the understanding and the wisdom that you've granted me to bring not just an answer but understanding to your people lord i pray for your people that may you enable them give them the courage not just to be aware of these truths but to receive them accept them and to leave them out 
in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for everyone who decides to go a step further in their commitment to you as ambassadors for you. But I pray that may you visit them and may you reveal yourself to them in a way that will build their confidence even the more in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this year once more. Thank you for everything that this year holds for us. Lord, I pray for the listeners of this podcast present and future as they listen let understanding be theirs may their eyes be open to see the depths of your word like never seen before or heard before raise them to be an army and ambassadors worthy of their calling to be your voice on earth in their homes in the community that they find themselves thank you father be glorified in everything we do and say and think in jesus name we pray amen Solomon Ray signing out here. See you next week. Remember to unfold your purpose and assignment with understanding. Happy New Year. Cheers. Bye-bye. Love you all. We trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two. Please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast? Consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. Step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via social media. Step 3. Give towards the acquisition of our recording studio using the appropriate link in the show notes which enables you to give via mobile money or PayPal or Visa and MasterCard payments. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to share your story. We genuinely love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead. And remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.